table for one dumb boy episode 11, motherfucker. We're back in it. We're putting them out. We're fucking it. We're in it. Fucking God, all fucking three of my testicles are just fucking shoved deep into it. Deep into this podcasting thing. I'm just shoving them in there with both. I got, you know, like uh, when you got your fucking index and middle finger put together like you're doing the like your finger in somebody motion. I got both of them on both hands shoving my balls into the podcasting uh Balls deep into it. I'm just shoving all three of my fucking nuts in there and uh, losing listeners as I keep talking, probably. But yeah, welcome back. We're back in it. We're back in the thick of it. Motherfucker, I'm so excited. I got this new job. I'm crushing it over there. I'm making more money, stacking paper, motherfucker. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of this fucking background noise. I don't know what it is, man. When I have guests, though, it's just there, and I don't... I, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm stupid. I'm not a fucking audio engineer. I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm working on it, but, I mean, nobody's perfect. Nobody is perfect. I certainly ain't. I am a dumb boy at my one table right here, and I'm doing my best. Saw the trailer for the new Venom movie... I'm not a huge superhero movie guy, but I do enjoy them to an extent. A lot of people complaining about it. A lot of people complaining about it. It's a fucking trailer for a movie that's not out yet, guys. You can't... Most of the complaints... I saw somebody recently saying uh, they, they thought it looked bad. And somebody responded with, well, what about it looks bad? And they said the script... What script are you referring to? You haven't even seen the movie. You can't say the script looks bad from the trailer. I really... I I can't stand people that fucking just shit on movies before they even come out. It's my... uh, It's a huge pet peeve of mine, and I'm fucking sick of it. It's just... Give it... At least see the fucking movie first. And I'm defending this Venom movie, and I don't even give a fuck about it, really. I think it looks fun. I think Venom looks like Venom, you know? They're talking about the wonky... Uh, people were talking about the wonky special effects. I guess we're not seeing the same trailer because it looks just like Venom from the comics to me. And I just... I don't know. It looks fine. It looks fine to me. In fact, Venom looks... From what I saw, I didn't like watch it and fucking study it a hundred times. But from what I could tell... It looked almost like it looked fine. It looked like it was almost practical effects. You know, I don't know what to tell you. If if you're just gonna complain about every fucking trailer that comes out, just don't watch movies. Maybe you don't like movies. If you, yeah, I feel like if you have a track record of every fucking movie that comes out you hate, maybe you don't like movies. Is uh, I don't know. It must. I don't know. Movies are great, so I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of good ones recently. So if that's your, maybe it's not some people's thing. Maybe if you're gonna complain about it constantly, don't don't watch them. Find another hobby. There's other things in the world for you. What a miserable existence it must be to just that's all you do. You know, just find something you hate and have no interest in and complain about it constantly. God, I would not want to fucking live. I would want to be dead. <laughs> like, it would suck. 
to just hate everything that I don't know, or just find something I have no interest in and spend my energy talking about how I don't like that. It's fucking just no way to live, honestly. I just, I don't get it. I just don't know. I saw something the other day that got me thinking about something that we need to start taking into account that's very serious. Um, all right, let me let me explain. You know how like there there's cars like usually minivans you see parked at Walmart or Target or somewhere. Uh, with the stick family on it. And it's like, it's got the stick dad, the stick mom, the stick brother, the stick sister. And sometimes, if if they're feeling a little fucking froggy, there's a little stick dog in there, too. He's a cute little stick dog, too. 100% of the time, he's a cute stick dog. I saw a pretty fresh take on that the other day. And it was a hatchet man family of the famed Insane Clown Posse's record label, the uh, Psychopathic Records Hatchet Man. And it was a Hatchet Man family on the back of this car. It got me thinking about something that uh, I don't think a lot of us are taking into account. And it's that, okay, it's 2018 now, right? So Insane Clown Posse came to grow a bit of a fan base in the... Well, they they came out in like the late 80s, early 90s and got Juggalos started coming around uh, the mid-90s, late, mid to late 90s, we'll say that. A lot of those people had kids. Uh, yeah, and a lot of those kids have been to the gathering and were raised in a Juggalo family, you know. Yeah. I think if you're age 15 back, we should maybe cut these kids a break if they're starting to say stuff like, you know, like, I'm down with the wicked clowns or, like, start, you know, spraying Fago on people and stuff. I think we need to take it easy on them because it's much like uh, it it has a lot to do with them being raised that way and they don't know any better. Oh, man, imagine that. You don't even get the choice to be a juggalo. You don't even get the choice. You're raised that way, and that's just who you are. You didn't even get to see how the other half lives. You know what I mean? I say the other half, like half of the world are juggalos, which, fuck, I mean, maybe that's true. It's a very scary thought, though. I went to see these guys. I went to see Insane Clown Posse a couple of years ago as a goof, obviously. I'm not a huge fan. I was, I okay, I had their albums when I was in sixth grade, and I got over it pretty quick, but I thought it was cool then, and I don't think I should be judged for it either, because I was 12, so I had a choice then, though, I had a choice, and then, because of that, I grew out of it, 
That's because my dad wasn't a juggalo. My dad wasn't an insane clown posse fan. He wasn't walking around with the face paint and stuff. My mom wasn't a juggalo. In fact, they were both very adamant about me not being one. And you know, at the time, when I was 12, I didn't appreciate it. I sure didn't. But a year later, I got it. I love them for it. And now I really get it, and I really love them for it. It's a good parenting right there. Bad parenting is putting Fago in the baby bottle instead of baby formula, you know, raising your, taking your kids to the gathering and stuff, which I've seen, you know, I saw that uh, Gathering of the Juggalos documentary, I forgot what it was called, it was the one that everybody passed around very briefly, like five years ago, everybody saw it, and there's, you know, kids there, there's women breastfeeding with face, uh, hatchet man tattoos and Juggalo face paint on, it's a wild scene. I just think we need to cut some kids slack because they don't know any better. They didn't get a fucking choice. That's all I'm saying. This I kind of do like the beat It's not a good, not good lyrically though. It's quite bad. Um. Wow. Yeah. What? What has happened? What has happened lately that is of note? Well, I'll tell you this story. I am. You know, I didn't really actually. Um explain this you know I brought it up a couple of times I had been dating someone for a few months now and uh, we are you know it's my girlfriend now we are we're officially you know boyfriend and girlfriend and I like this person a lot I like her a lot and uh, so when I tell this story this is this is partly happened before me and her started seeing each other and I just need to keep, just to clarify that. It involves her later on. It's a story, though, that is about how people aren't very good at taking rejection. A lot of people, like most people, it seems like. It seems like most people are out of their fucking mind now. Uh, People are, we live in a time where people are incredibly uh, scared and uh, uh, riddled with anxiety and... A lot of uh, manic depression going on, and and that's fine. You know, it's something that cannot be helped uh, without medication or anything. You know, there there are ways to treat it, surely, but um, it's also it's a thing that you just have. I have it. I have all those, but I've learned to manage it. And this is a story, kind of a cautionary tale about that. Excuse me. So before me and uh, my current girlfriend started dating. I was on Tinder, swapping right, you know, as to do, and I match with this one girl, and she messages me, uh, 
I looked at her profile, nothing very, you know, this happens too, so, I mean, it's just something that happens is, you know, you see somebody you match with and you're like, yeah, not really uh, my type. Seems kind of boring. Um, if you're kind of boring, I don't really see much of a point in meeting you. It's just going to be weird and I just, I don't feel like going through that to have sex anymore, honestly. I'm at an age where I, I just... You gotta have, you gotta be at least somewhat cool, or I, I just, I, I can't go through that time anymore, honestly. If we're gonna hang out and it's like three hours of just dreadful conversation and us having to watch, you know, something I don't want to fucking watch, I'm not. It's not. I'll just jerk off. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't care that much about sex anymore, and I don't really, you know, not to get too. I guess I don't have to care that much anymore about it. Uh. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. I, I match with this girl. I think she looks, you know, kind of boring. So I'm not particularly interested in engaging in a conversation with her. So she messages me. It's like, hey. I'm not a rude person, so I said, hey, back. She's like, how's it going? It's like, Pretty good. Nothing, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot going on. And she says something along the lines of like, oh, you went to Mortimer Jordan or something like that. That's where I went to high school. I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be one of those. I just, uh, I just didn't even respond, you know, and then that was that. That is the end of our interaction completely. I start dating my current girlfriend. We start going to the movies and stuff. I say dating. We start going on dates and, you know, liking each other and going to the movies. You know, a big thing with me is I go to the movies, and so me and her go to the movies a lot. And her birthday comes up. And before her birthday, I had just moved downtown into this place I'm in now, and... Before her birthday, she had a little get-together with her friends at, at her, uh, one of her friends' houses. And the neighborhood I moved in has a gas station nearby that I, you know, frequent. I go in and I get me, you know, like a sun-kissed, you know, love sun-kissed. I'm trying to wean myself off of it with orange LaCroix, but... It's just not the fucking same. LaCroix barely fucking... The, okay, I'll say this. The orange LaCroix, and I'm no way endorsing LaCroix because I'm just... It's, I don't get the hype. Orange LaCroix's fine, though. I like it. I'll drink it. It quenches my thirst, and it's, I, I will go as far as they even say it's good. It's delicious. I like it. I don't get the hype with it, though. Um, in fact, I don't even think orange is a popular flavor. Anyway, I go into this gas station, get my son kissed. And I recognize the girl behind the register. I'm like, where, where do I recognize her from? And as soon as I get up there, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the boring girl from Tinder I didn't care about. They get up there, and she, she seems to think the same thing, but, you know... You don't want to bring up, like, oh, yeah, you're the person on the site where we were wanting to meet up to fuck, basically, where you go to meet up to fuck. I say we like I wanted to meet up to fuck her. Honestly, I wasn't even attracted to her. I don't even know why I swiped her. I don't, I don't find her attractive. 
That's fine. It's okay. Not everybody's everybody's cup of tea. That's a very important thing I'll get to later, too. So she's like, you know, you look familiar. I know you from somewhere. So me, being someone that isn't rude and doesn't want to be an asshole, is just like, oh, well, I come in here a lot, so that's probably what it is. I mean, what am I going to do? Be like, yeah, it was on Tinder. Hey, everybody, yeah, this girl wants to fuck me. <laughs> yeah, you hear that guy in line behind me? So, I mean, I'm not rude. I'm not going to do that. So I was like, yeah, I come in here a lot. That's probably what it is. End of conversation. A few days passed. My girlfriend's birthday. We're over at her friend's house. This night, it's just, it was just a great night. Uh, she was very happy. She's somebody I like seeing. Be happy. It fills me with joy. To, I feel like she deserves it. She's just somebody that's very selfless, and uh, I like seeing her be happy. I'm not going to get all sappy. You guys get the fucking point. But it was a good night, and she was having a great time. I felt great for her. I felt great. We're, uh, we're just, you know, taking the moment in, and we're, we, we decided, you know, hey, let's, you know, let's, let's really be, you know, take this a little more seriously and start seeing each other for real. That's the night we decided it. Now, that same night, this is after pretty much we decided uh, we wanted to make it official. And I get on my phone, get on Facebook, and I get a friend request from the girl. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Let me take one step back. After we make it official in real life, she gets on Facebook. We're all excited. You know how social media is a part of our lives now. And it's exciting when you get in a relationship. You get to show it to everybody. And we're both excited. And she's like, I'm going to make it official on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll accept. And we'll make it a big thing. And everybody will, you know, like it and pretend to give a fuck. You know what I mean? So she does that. And I mean, it could have been sooner than 10 minutes. But I checked my phone 10 minutes later. And I have a friend request from the girl that works at the gas station that I met on Tinder, that I matched with on Tinder. I feel like that's weird timing. I don't know. I can't exactly pin it on her right at this point because at this point she just seems like, yeah, you know, just a little bit weird. I feel like the friend request is pushy, but not crossing any lines just yet. But I feel like with the timing of it, I was like, well, I have no reason to know this person. So, and that's just how things are sometimes. That's how it is sometimes. Not everybody is going to like you or want to be friends with you. You know what I mean? There are just, there's simply too many people in the world. And if somebody like me in this case, if somebody like me in this situation is showing you no attention or any interest in wanting to be friends or uh, want to get intimate with you, in any way, shape, form, or fashion, you have to let it go. You just fucking have to. There, you have to handle rejection better. Because it's not as bad as you think. It's just simply, I don't have time for any more people in my life like that. I just didn't see anything good coming from it. So, I denied her friend request. I denied it. What good is it? You know, you can think about that anyway. It could have been a dick move. I don't think it is, because why, what do I get from this at all? Like, there's nothing good that can come from it. 
So I deny our friend request. A few hours pass, and my girlfriend, Cindy, her name's Cindy, I'll just call her Cindy from now on. Cindy shows me a post that girl made, because I brought it up to her. I was like, hey, look, I'm going to, this is that girl I was telling, because I told her about the whole story, too. I was like, hey, this is a girl from the gas station. She just sent me a friend request, like, right after we made it official that we're, we're dating. Uh, how weird is that? You know, like, we're just talking, I was like, hey, how weird is this? This is weird timing, right? And uh, Cindy knows her through her sister, I think. And I know her sister's, like, kind of enough friends with her because, first of all, this girl from the gas station made a post that was like, fucking dick, last time I ever am fucking nice to somebody, blah, blah, blah. This long rant that is about somebody being awful to her and uh, not gaining her trust or losing her trust and betraying her and all this stuff. And uh, Cindy shows it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> that's weird, that's Whenever it's about me, you know, <laughs> that'd be hilarious if it was. Surely nobody's that crazy, though, right? Wrong. Fucking wrong. Yeah, so Cindy's sister's friends with her and uh, inquires about it. No, actually, the girl messaged Cindy's sister, and Cindy's sister told Cindy about it. And she's like, yeah, it was about him. Like, you know, like, I would just, you know, I really liked him a lot, and it hurt my feelings that, uh, Cindy was dating him. It's like, what do you fucking mean? Here, you guys remember the conversations. Like, we've had two conversations that were like casual fucking how's the weather type talk. You know what I mean? That's like me going up to somebody like just some, you know, say I'm at Target and I'm checking out. And there's a girl in front of me that I find attractive. And she turns around. She's like, long line, huh? I'm like. Yeah, yeah, pretty long line. Anyway, it's like, and I'll just be like, hey, you know something I do to pass the time in line is I'll read the National Enquirer, these, like, uh, you know, junk tabloid rags they got over here, like, they're just, you know, you know, National Enquirer-level junk. It's like, I'll read that to pass the time. And she's like, oh, cool, <laughs> thanks for the suggestion. Anyway, bye. And then me adding her on Facebook, finding her somehow, adding her on Facebook... And then seeing that she's in a relationship the next day and being, like, just heartbroken by it and making a fucking rant about it. You guys would think I was fucking insane, right? You know why you would think that? Because I fucking would be. People just, I don't understand what this, it keeps getting worse with each year. People just can't handle rejection worth a shit. It's insane. And it's sad and it's, Potentially life-ruining for all parties involved, you know. I don't know this girl. I don't know what she's capable of. I've seen Swim Fan. I don't like the outcome of that for the guy. It's very scary stuff. This happened before uh, April 1st, which is classically April Fool's Day. You know, the day everybody uh, has a who is the least funny off on Facebook. And everybody fucking wins, usually. <laughs> oh my god, I'm pregnant. Oh yeah, it's April 1st, asshole. We fucking get it. But yeah, after all this shit happened, I'm at work on April Fool's Day. 
I get a text from Cindy, and it's like her and her friend. Her friend lives down the street, too, so she goes to that gas station. And she's like, what the fuck is up with this? And it's a screenshot with her and her friend. Basically, her friend was just like, I went to the gas station and ran into that girl that, uh, that crazy girl Nick was talking about from Tinder. And she had some interesting things to say. And Cindy's like, yeah, like what? And she's like, the girl was saying that uh, me and her were actually dating and I, I was cheating on her with uh, Cindy, my Facebook official girlfriend. So I'm sitting here like, I'm in a fucking panic. I'm like, what the fuck? I just, I like this girl so much. I'm happier than I've been in years and she makes me very happy and this crazy fucking lunatic is going to ruin this for me. Fuck no. I, no, that's not fucking happening. I nearly went to the fucking gas station and uh, made a scene about it. And was like, we need to fucking talk, you crazy psycho bitch. I'm about to get a goddamn restraining order. I thought about getting a fucking restraining order. Turns out, April Fool's, how funny is that? It's a very cute prank that nearly gave me a fucking anxiety attack. So, yeah, basically the moral of that story is people, you gotta take rejection better. You gotta. It's not healthy to... If somebody shows you, doesn't show you attention, you must let it go. If somebody is not showing any interest whatsoever when you're talking to them anywhere, no matter what it is, let it go. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you just, you're not clicking with this person. Not everyone is going to be friends with you, and that's okay. It's fine. There are so many people in the world, and you got to find somebody that will give you the time of day. Because why would you want to be just spending all of your energy trying to impress somebody that doesn't give a fuck about you? It's not healthy to sit and harp on that. And I think that's what I'm trying to say is uh, the whole moral of this is I don't even know. I don't even know if what her deal is is even going to be applied here. She's just fucking insane, honestly. That's that. here too because it's it's hard to just dive into something like this now you know when somebody dies you know on your Facebook 
and you're friends with them on Facebook or whatever, and they, uh, somebody you know in real life dies, you're friends with on Facebook. Let me put it that way. And, well, I guess, I, I guess I, I'm at a loss for words here. I'm actually spooked a little bit, but basically what happened is I get on Instagram the other night. I had a friend that died about three years ago. And I get on Instagram and there's a post on her Instagram from like, well, it looks like a, it's like blurry and it looks like a concert. It's like a, a photo taken at a, a concert at a giant like uh, stadium concert. And the person on stage, like, I can't make it out. It's weird. It looks like a, a ghost almost. So there's that. And then this other girl that died recently is posting pictures. There's like on her Instagram story, there's pictures that keep popping up on it. And how does that work exactly? Because I don't know anyone that would give their password out like that. You know... And the people I'm talking about, like, I know they have skeletons in their closet, and they definitely don't want you reading their Instagram messages. Basically, this is a little uh, segment that's going nowhere. I like the Beetlejuice theme, and I wanted to throw a little spooky story in there. But basically, do, do you have, does in, anybody listening, do you have, have you seen that happen before? On your Facebook or your uh, Instagram story or Instagram or anything? Just somebody you know that's dead whose account's still activated, posting from it, from the afterlife. Uh, write me on the Table for One Dumb Boy Facebook page. I'd love to hear about that. I'd love to hear some stories. Because there's, you know, the other spooky thing is I'll get on Facebook. And I don't know how this works. There has to be something where you submit that you can prove that someone's dead, I guess. But, like... I had a friend that died a few years ago, too, and let's just say I'm, uh, I'll use my name instead of theirs. I don't want to put it out there. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. My friend Derek uh, died a few years ago. Very sad. I, I was actually thinking about today. I don't want to get sad on here, but uh, I was very close to him. He was a, I've never, that was a death that, like, hit me really hard, and it was uh, somebody I actually was very close to, and, you know, we, we, we have stories that he took to the grave with him. And it's just uh, nothing, you know, super embarrassing. They're crazy, but since, out of respect for him, I would never tell them just because I don't have his consent for that. But we, uh, you know, it says remembering Derek Vaughn now is what it says on there. So I don't, does anybody know what this is? Because I think that's odd, you know. Um, how, how does somebody get into that account? Like, how do you prove that someone's dead? I mean, that's what you have to do, basically, to get into that. How does Facebook know that this person's dead? Or how do you, how does that work, is what I want to know. That does remind me, though, um, my friend. I have a very, I'll, I'll just tell this story. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a short episode. I'm going to tell this story and wrap this episode up this week. Um, hope you enjoyed what you've heard so far. Really, you know, I want the content to be to match the uh, amount of times I'm putting it out, too. I don't want to just put stuff out for the sake of putting it out. And, you know, I've been getting a lot of feedback still uh, about it, and I'm very happy you guys like it. I, it's just, 
you know, I know it's not like a super, like, by a lot of people's standards, not super successful, but it is to me. I have enough people come up to me and tell me they listen to it that it makes me happy, and I'm satisfied with it. And just keep it coming. I like I like hearing about it. But uh, me talking about that and my friend reminded me of something I did a long time ago. Back in, I guess, 2006, 2007... I had just dropped out of high school, and I moved in to this house. Me and a few other friends all lived in. And, you know, it was just constantly people coming in and out of there. We were doing very stupid stuff constantly, stuff that would probably would have got us thrown in prison, I'm sure, something, just a bunch of stupid shit. Some of them did go to jail for some of the stuff we were doing. Not the point. Uh, during this time, and I don't know if every generation has a stupid thing that they do like now it's the Tide Pods thing and there's been the uh, people would like shit and piss in a jar and huff it up you know to get high uh, during this time it was very popular to eat uh, this stuff called Coracetin which is um, cough and flu medication that was for high blood pressure as well so you take a bunch of those and supposedly, what you were told then, you know, like, when you're in high school, you're told shit like that. And like, yeah, you trip your balls off. It's like acid or mushrooms. Um, not so much. And I, I don't want to say it's not complete. Like, there are elements to it that are like mushrooms. I've done mushrooms. And there were, there were certain elements to it that were like mushrooms. But, no, it's just your blood pressure slowed down tremendously. And your brain's not working is basically what it is. But we went on a kick to where we were doing that ever so often. A lot. Unhealthy amount. And every time I did it, I would puke. I don't know what I got out of this. I felt terrified every time I did it. And like uh, I felt like everybody was a zombie around me, pretty much is how I would describe it. And it was just not super fun. Uh, I guess I was just doing it to have an experience at the time. I was a very troubled young man. Not the point. But... One time I did it, and I ate a bunch of them. And we, we were having a good old time stealing from Walmart a lot at this time. Like, that's how we got our food, is we go to Walmart, steal a bunch of it, and leave. So one, one night we decided we were going to eat some Coraceden and quote-unquote trip. And so they kick in, and we decide to go to Walmart. Uh, one of our friends wanted to get some more. So we walk into Walmart. I am quote unquote tripping. I'm definitely feeling very weird and uh, trippy, I guess you would say. Robo tripping is another word for it. Uh, and we're in Walmart. I'm walking around. We all separate. We have our little game plan going. And I go straight to the core seed. And I wasn't even stealing them for me. I was stealing them from a, for a friend that needed that needed that wanted them. So I'm a. Uh, Go to the George Foreman grill aisle, wherever those are, and I'm, you know, pretending I'm looking at them. I'm very clearly stealing pills out of this thing and shoving them in my pocket. I see a guy walk by that looks like a customer, and this guy keeps showing up. We meet up later, and he shows up, and he's like, oh, you know, he's got a bunch of shit in his hand. He's like, oh, should have got a buggy, huh? Like, he was, uh, this guy just kept showing up, and he said that to us. I'll never forget. He said, he needed a buggy. He's like, I should have got a buggy. And we're like, yeah, whatever. This is weird. I want to leave now. And so, got some Cora seed and stole that. And I decided, hey, I want some bologna. So I shoved some bologna down the front of my pants. And my friend 
Derek is walking out with me. He grabs some Ballantine's chocolates and shoves them in his jacket. And the guy that uh, walked past us with all the shit in his hand that said he needed a buggy grabs me. Derek darts out the door and disappears. I don't know where the fuck he goes. All my friends disappear and leave me there. I get thrown in an interrogation room inside of a Walmart. And this guy is like, you know, grilling me. Like, uh, there's this good cop, bad cop vibe going on. One of the guys sitting down staring at me is like, where's the pills at, man? Where are they at? Where's the pills at? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And this guy behind him is like apparently a truck driver. And he's like, God damn it. I'm sick of this shit happening every week. It's every fucking week, man. We keep, we got to put an end to this, man. It's every fucking week. And I'm just sitting here panicking. And I'm like, okay, okay, here they are. You're going to find them anyway. Y'all already fucking know. Here they are. What, where do we go from here? And the guy's like, you, are you using this to cook meth? And I'm like, no, no, I swear to God, even though I looked like I was tweaked out of my fucking mind probably, that's not what we were using it for. He was like, you know what I saw last week, buddy? You know what this leads to? I saw a boy in the parking lot laying on his back swallowing his own tongue after eating this. And I'm just like, geez, maybe he took more than the, you know, I've been taking because uh, that hasn't happened to me yet. I haven't swallowed my tongue yet. And now to this day, I think about like what that even entails. How the fuck do you do that? I don't think you can, personally. You can't. You can't swallow your fucking... Th- I'm sitting here, I'm like, I can't believe I even believe that. Wow, I, that just hit me too, that... I believe this fucking jackass. But yeah, he's grilling me about that. Then he's like, uh, I'm going to give you two choices. You can either A, go to jail right now. We're going to put you in county. And you know what happens in county? In city jail, ain't like county. County, that's where you get you hear about the butt fucking and stuff. I swear this dude's telling me that at me, like 17-year-old boy, that I'm going to get ass-raped in county jail, which I don't think would happen, actually. I've been to county jail, and uh, that doesn't fucking happen. I've been in there with murderers and shit, and that doesn't happen. But he thought it would be cool to tell me. Uh, this guy who is a Walmart detective that goes undercover catching teenagers still shit. Which, by the way, he told me that. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm a secret shopper or whatever the fuck that is. And uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, I was like, that sounds cool. And he was like, yeah, it is. It's like, whoa, pump the brakes, buddy. No, the f- it's not, actually. It's very fucking lame. I'd be embarrassed to tell anybody. If that were what I was doing now, I would hide that from everybody. I'd be ashamed. There's no, like, I would tell people I work at McDonald's before that shit. No fucking way would I admit that. Yeah, I catch teenagers stealing, and I am fucking gung-ho about it. But yeah, he told me that. He was like, I'm going to give you the option to go get ass-raped in fucking county jail, or you can call your dad. Gee, which one am I going to fucking pick? County jail, I wanted to go get ass-raped. No. Kidding, obviously. Called my dad. He comes and gets me. It's fucking angrier than he's ever been like I get in the car he's like boy and I'm I say it's not like I can't explain how this makes you feel but it's very weird and like you definitely feel something and it's not you feel like you're not yourself and I was feeling every bit of that at the moment he picks me up I get in the car he's like 
boy, you fucked up real good this time, didn't you? And he was asking me, why the fuck were you still in cough medicine? And I shit you not, I told the story to tell my answer to him asking me that. He asked me why the fuck I was still in cough medicine from Walmart. And me, without missing a beat, respond with, well, Derek's been staying over and like he's been sick and he's been coughing so damn much it's been keeping me up and I just can't fucking take it anymore. So I went and stole some cough medicine so he could take it and maybe it would put a fucking end to that. That was my fucking excuse and he did not believe it. <laughs> he did not believe a fucking word of it. Yep. That's... That happened, and it's not that cool of a story, I know. But it's a story. Man, you all know that about me now. Sometimes I cry when I'm lonely. Sometimes I cry when I'm blue. I love you I'm crying Cause you don't Love me too Alright guys I hope you enjoyed this Come week's episode That all about do it uh, If you could please get on iTunes And rate, review, subscribe Subscribe on whatever podcasting app you're on It helps me out The reviews on iTunes really help I really cannot push that enough if you like the show, do me a solid and go review the fucking show for me. I'd really appreciate it. And I'll find some way to get make like gives you some incentive to do it. I'll get some stickers made or something. Something, you know, like uh, we'll figure it out. Like tickets to a show or something. We'll figure it out. But that's been it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week, motherfuckers, and I love all of you. This has been it. Goodbye. All the tears I shed were shed in vain. Oh.